three underrated sleepers for the Indianapolis Colts in the 2023 NFL season. There's no better way to get better at football than playing football. So if you want to... Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Right. End zone shot for Pierce. He caught it. Oh, what a... Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. He is Jamal Lawrence, and I am Eric Smith, your co-host of the Colts cast. Stop trying to make me laugh, Jamal. (laughs) (laughs) Not messing with you today. (laughs) Look, guys, if this is your fifth episode that you've watched unsubscribed, why are you doing it? I need to know because you're going in the search bar. You got to find us. That, that wastes like 10 to 15 seconds out your day. How about you hit that subscribe button while you're tuning in? It helps us out immensely. It's free, everybody. It is absolutely free. All right, look. We all know who the stars are on the Indianapolis Colts team. The guys who essentially have nothing to prove to us. I think of guys like Jonathan Taylor, Quentin Nelson, DeForest Buckner. All of them, like, they really ain't got to show me anything in training camp except that they can put the pads on and helmet. They're healthy. It doesn't matter if they had a down season last year because this franchise as a whole was a complete disaster last year. Finishing 4-12-1 in the AFC South was very hard to stomach. I'm sure it was for everyone. It's a complete disappointment. We all know what these guys are capable of at their highest levels. Those three guys I mentioned. But what about the guys who do have plenty to prove in the 2023 season? The guys who are slept on. The guys who are considered underrated. So let's talk about them. The ones who don't catch a lot of attention to the average fan. Not even a Colts fan. You know, sleepers we call them. So let's talk about it. We have three underrated sleepers for the Indianapolis Colts in the 2023 NFL season. Jamal, who are we starting out with? We're going to start out with the name that people know. Uh, I, I will say that I think after last season, this name right here is no longer a sleeper for the for the Colts pa- fan who paid attention, but maybe for the rest of the league because they, they weren't paying attention. But uh, a young beast, a young beast by the name of Jelani Woods. We're talking nope. about a guy, 6'7". Colts fans, Colts fans know about him, but yeah, Colts fans know. I will, I will tell you. I talk to other football fans. They're like Jelani, who? But yeah. keep going, Jamal. Yeah, they they sleep. They dead sleep. That's all it is. But it's all right. He about to unleash the beast this year. Six seven, two hundred and fifty nine pounds, four six one forty. Eric, I mean, I know we always talk about how big um, AR is. You know, six four, two forty five, but six seven, two fifty nine, dog. That's a specimen. This dude is huge. He built different. Built different and got speed on him. That's a name right there, guys, who y'all know. Um, and I think is a name that's going to blow up this year for us. I mean, we, we know that he wasn't crazy productive for us last year. However, when he was on that field, when it mattered the most, he was productive. We all remember that Chiefs game, two touchdowns, single-handedly won this game for that. I, I know he's due for some major reps. I know there's Mo Ali Cox, uh, who's, who's the – the starter for last year. We know there's Colin Granson who's been, you know, showing that he wants to try to get some reps in there. But we got a Jelani Woods who I think can he can overtake both of them. I think if he can prove to the team that he wants to be a blocker, a little bit of a blocker, 
he'll get his reps at that at the the tight end spot, whether that be blocking or going out with those passes, because we know how Shane Sykin likes to utilize those tight ends. We, we see what Ertz did in, in Philly. I mean, I think that Jelani at this size can come out and just take over the game in the Shane Sykin offense. Um, and I really think that this year he'll come out as tight end one. He just has to do his best. I'm telling you to to shake off these injuries he had during um, mini camp. He'll get Man, it back out there for Zach training Ertz. camp. Zach Ertz been on the Cardinals for a minute. You Zach, did I about, say Zach Ertz? Yeah, you talking about Dallas Goddard? Dallas Goddard. My fault. I got my names mixed up. My fault. Appreciate you, appreciate you checking me right there because God knows I would have heard all about it in the comments. So appreciate you, uh, you you fact checking me right there. But um, uh, anyway, he has a chance to take over this number one tight end spot, guys. And what you think about Eric? What you think about him? Uh, I think he's a fan favorite already. I, I think it would be a cardinal sin for Shane Steichen to not utilize this man more often in the passing game. Yeah, like you said, uh, he wasn't super productive last year, but he also didn't see the field as much as I would want him to see. We're talking 25 receptions, 312 yards. But check this out, 12 and a half yards per reception. 12 and a half yards per reception. I mean, if we put in simple terms, that's that's a first down every reception. Now, it didn't happen like that, but that that's his average. So, you know, third highest on the team among receivers who had 20 plus targets for those 12 and a half yards per reception. It's pretty good. He had three touchdowns, which is tied for the second highest on the team. That's crazy. <laughs> three touchdowns, mm -hmm. second highest. But we're the Indianapolis Colts. Um Let's talk about his targets. He he had 40 targets last year. Um, while I'm happy we didn't target Mo Alley Cox more than Jelani, I'm still angry about the lack of targets. Uh, he, he deserved more, man. And and we all know. It. We we saw it on display in many games. And then everyone said, you know, why is this man not getting targeted like he should? He again, he just wasn't utilized like he should have been. Like you just mentioned, Dallas Goddard, or Zach Ertz, you said, but Dallas Goddard averaged 5.75 targets per game last season in Philly. 5.75. He was getting targeted. And you think about that in comparison, Woods only averaged 2.67 targets per game. Goddard doubled his targets per game. Doubled. And, and if you think about it, he was behind two bona fide receivers in A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. So he was the third option. That man was the third option, still double Jelani Woods' targets. That's my issue there. Shane Steichen knows how to utilize explosive tight ends. We saw it with Goddard. We could very well have a breakout season in the makings for Woods. He's a sleeper to watch this season, even in a very crowded tight room, tight end room. Yeah. Fully, fully agree with that. He can definitely uh, be the the main guy. He'll step up this year, and I think he'll take over the game, Eric. Uh, second up, though, I want to talk about is a guy who had a great season for us last but year. But before we do. Yeah, before we do, actually, yeah. Well, let's uh, 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 A word from our sponsor, Manscaped. Baseball is back, and I know everyone wants to hit a home run, but you can't do that when your untrimmed bush is starting to look like Wrigley Field. Get your game on point with Manscaped, and you can start scoring on and off the field with their top-notch grooming products trusted by 8 million men worldwide. Grab some Cracker Jacks, a hot dog, and a lawnmower 4.0, and let's play ball, literally. Don't forget to use code ColtsCast for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Like Manscaped has the full package for your package this season. 
the performance package 4.0 checks every box and there's the five tool star you've been searching for your balls club i'm just <laughs> look it, it's good for your balls i've just said balls a lot but it's changed my life guys um no more using the manual razor so i, I really like it Trim your bat and balls with Manscaped to get the MVP discussion this season. Most valuable player, of course, with the code ColtsCast for 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ColtsCast at Manscaped.com. Jamal, who, 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 who are you about to talk about? Um, I was going to talk about a seventh round draft pick for us from last year. Seventh round draft pick. Oh, we, we know who that is. We know who oh, that is. Oh, talk you know? to him. Number 239 out of the other draft, Mr. Ronnie Thomas himself. I mean, guys, th this guy ended his rookie season with 52 tackles, four interceptions, had return yards on them, 51 yards returning, and six pass deflections for us. Led the team in interceptions, stepped up when, uh, when Julian Blackman was hurt, and he took over uh, that spot when Julian Blackman went down and took over for Kenny Moore uh, when he had his injury. We're talking about a guy who was all over the field for us, who was grinding. You know, when he got his opportunity, he played 17 games, started 10 of those games for us. He had plenty of opportunities to get out there and do what he does. Uh, and, and I like his effort and energy because I will be the first person to tell you that as a seventh round pick who played cornerback and linebacker when he was at Yale, didn't expect him to step up in the safety game and really take over the way he did for us. So um, I, I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to the table. His name is now known uh, across across Indianapolis, and I think he's ready to make that permanent spot on the field for himself. Uh, and it's going to start in training camp for us here in two weeks. You just get, take over the game. I mean, that that pick – or excuse me, not the pick six, but the interception he had in the Broncos game, dog, it was so so close to a breakout, and he got hit by a sniper. I uh, just fell over in the middle of the field. when he, <laughs> <laughs> But he was so close, man. And that was probably anticipation, and you, you, you're excited and everything. But uh, I like what he's developed over this past year for us. I think that he's going to have something big for us here this upcoming season. I hear you, man. I, I agree. The absolute steal of the 2022 draft, uh, seventh-round pick, Rodney Thomas. Just had a sneaky great season last year. Um, what, what did I say, guys? I've, I've said this a lot of times. You can find value anywhere in the draft. Like, we got to stop saying these late round picks are, are just ham sandwiches, you know, Bojangles biscuits, whatever you want to call them. Because, I mean, Rodney Thomas, seventh round pick, like you said, Jamal, who would have thought? Who would have thought? We knew he was athletic. There was some, you know, some upside there. I didn't think he was going to be the best safety in our group, right? Rookie year? No, you, you don't. You don't think about that. But he was. And especially when we thought Nick Cross had next up. We we kept talking about Nick Nick Cross, you know. That was your boy. Up. Hey. <laughs> we kept talking about him uh in the preseason. I think everybody agreed he he was showing out. He was like one of our best defensive players during that time and then just slowly got phased out. So turns out it was Rodney Thomas this whole time. You know, I'm not going to lie when we covered him in 2022, I didn't I didn't really know much about him. Um uh, so but he stepped up. Julian Blackman went down. He stepped up. Like you said, led the team in interceptions. Four of them, six pass breakups. I mean, at, at the free safety spot, I am happy about that. Leading the team in interceptions as a safety is already an accomplishment in itself. So I'm assuming he's going to start at free safety this year. Uh, I don't think they've announced it. They they did say Julian Blackman was moving into strong safety. So 
he's probably going to take that uh, spot there. But who's up for free safety, especially with Daniel Scott going down? I really think Rodney Thomas has earned this spot. Uh, he, you know, he's he's been the unsung hero for us last year, and I think he can take the next step up because people are definitely sleeping on him. Nobody knows who he is outside of Colts fans, but it, it's time for them sleepers to awaken. Sleeping Giants, baby. That's right. It's game time, and man, there's one. There's one more sleeper. One more sleeper who I'm I'm probably the most hyped for out of all of these people, out of out of the whole 53-man squad. Talk to him. My man, Josh Downs. We called it. Eric, you want to you talk about him first or what? You want me to take what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Let these people know. We called it, Jamal. Yes. We did a whole episode about him. And we were talking about taking him in the second round. We were like, round. I mean, he should be considered in the second round. Got this man in the third round. I mean, it's like this guy was gift wrapped with a bow tie on top, and they they just handed him to us. <laughs> like, how how was he available in the third round? I I have to know because zero clue. Chris Ballard hammered the table for him. Like that man was ready to trade up, and 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 he was like, "All right, we're gonna sit put because we're about to still get our guy." Reggie Wayne said he was the best receiver in the draft. Talk to him. Steve Smith, one of the best to ever do it at the wide receiver position, praised his ability to get open and his fluid footwork. Talk what am him. I missing here? What? It's got to be the size, all right? It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. But Steve Smith Sr., Santana Moss, I mean, those two names people remember. At How the was Antonio spot. Brown in his prime? I mean, 5'10", yeah. 5'11"? Yeah. Uh, I think he was 5'10", yeah. 5'10", yeah. so an inch taller. And that that takes away his ability to be one of the best receivers in the NFL. Uh, so, like, <laughs> he's going to be working out the slot. I understand people want the big, big receivers who who can do it all. The Julio Jones, the the Calvin Johnsons, the Justin Jefferson. They, they want the guy that can that can win any matchup. But when I'm talking weapons, when I'm talking weapons, like Josh Down looks like, I mean, he looks like a weapon. Way better, I, I think coming out of college way better than Paris Campbell, in my opinion. I uh, I could be biased with that, but I think he's going to get a lot of receptions for us uh, this year. I expect him to be top two in that department for the team. I mean, for all the wide receivers that got drafted, I, I think people are sleeping on Josh Downs. That's why he got drafted so late. Uh, but, you know, he shows out in his rookie year. He has the potential. You know, he's just got to he's got to get open. He's got to fight for targets, but all rookie team. There's two wide receivers on that all-rookie team. Look, I'm just saying, it maybe he can make it. Uh, you know, I've praised his route running ability from day one, and I feel like it's going to show results as soon as the season starts. So mark my words. Yeah, I, I seriously fully agree with everything you just said. I mean, the route running ability is something crazy. He's about to bring another level to this to this to this wide receiver room. One that Paris Campbell couldn't bring because Paris Campbell wasn't on the field. Um so I think he's about to show us what he can do. Um I mean when I think about him, he, the way he can extend the play watching film from when, him when he's North Carolina, what I like most and what I think is going to benefit us so much is his ability to get behind the linebackers but also be in front of the safeties in that soft spot. I mean, if we can find him right there, once he gets the ball in his hands, it's over. Who's going to stop him? Nobody's going to be quick enough to to catch up with him. His speed is explosive. So I'm excited for what he can bring to what he will bring to the table. And like you said, Eric, I imagine his um his receptions would be pretty high. His targets would definitely be high. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. 
Well, guys, that's that's three underrated sleepers for the Indianapolis Colts in 2023 NFL season. Uh, if you've gotten this far in the episode, let us know who your sleepers are or if you agree with us completely. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a great season. We got a lot of exciting players. I cannot wait. Um, two weeks of training camp. Two weeks till training camp. I mean, we're right there. I mean, we're knocking at the door. You know, Jamal's about to be there at training camp. He's about to have that good content. And you know oh, yeah. what? The Colts cast, we're just going to keep pushing out content because that's what we do. It's what we love to talk about. And we love every single one of you Colts fans. That's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Go Colts. See y'all. Colts.